Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, talking more about the, the NFC, about the Green Bay Packers, and uh, just many things regarding the NFL. Austin Gale, Associate Director of Content for Pro Football Focus. You can find him at PFF underscore Austin Gale. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Austin, how you been? Doing great, man. How about yourself? We're doing well. So we were talking about the NFC and the top-heavy NFC. There are four, five, six teams possibly that could even win this thing. Uh, three of them out west, obviously the Packers, the Saints, the Buccaneers. I mean, there's more than a few teams. Uh, and, and then you look at the teams that are on the come, a team like, say, Minnesota, who's now started winning yet again, and they seem to be putting things together. Tell me how you would kind of rank the top four, or five teams, six teams in the NFC. Yeah, man, that's tough. I think the NFC, there's, I, I said this multiple times now, I think there's only one elite team in the NFL, a truly elite team that sits on top of everyone, and it's the Kansas City Chiefs. After that, there's so much parity in the NFL this season. I think a big part of that is the abbreviated offseason, COVID-impacting rosters, COVID-impacting the preseason, et cetera. I think it's led to where there's no team that's really all that truly dominant outside of the Kansas City Chiefs, and even they lost as two touchdown favorites against the Raiders at home. So I think it's, it's interesting to see, you know, as we move forward, people ask me, who are actually Super Bowl contenders in the AFC or NFC? And I said, dude, anyone, anyone who's making the playoffs this year, I think can go the distance. That's how, you know, anyone can beat anyone in this league. But if I had to rank where the NFC teams stand right now, I do think the Green Bay Packers are the best team in the NFC. It's close with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's close with the Seattle Seahawks. Those are the three NFC teams as I see, I see as the best three NFC teams because – they have the three best quarterbacks in the NFC. Green Bay, obviously with Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Tom Brady. I see those three teams as the best, but it feels like any given Sunday in the NFC and that all those teams could lose to one another. Even Minnesota beating Green Bay was a surprise for me. I think it's um, going to be interesting how these playoffs shake out, especially with seven teams in each conference rather than six. Talked about uh, Seattle. Seattle's now lost two in a row, and they have been uh, turnover-prone over the last two losses, as a matter of fact. Russell Wilson, the clear-cut front-runner for a long time for the MVP. Is he still the clear-cut clear -cut front-runner for the MVP? I don't think so. I, I think Pat Mahomes has taken over. I, I don't think Russell Wilson is the clear-cut MVP. He's had a handful of bad games over the past two weeks, but it, 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 he can't afford to play poorly at all with how bad this defense is playing. They are on pace. The Seattle Seahawks are on pace to allow, allow a 1,000 more passing yards than any team has ever allowed in a single season in NFL history. That is insane. They are going to allow so many passing yards this year. I think they're comfortably going to break the record. They're on a current pace to shatter it. That makes things difficult for Russell Wilson. That forces him 
you know, forces the Seattle Seahawks to throw the football more. They're trailing in more games than they want to. They're in close games when they shouldn't be. And when Russell Wilson, you know, makes the rare mistake, which in the first few weeks was very rare, now kind of coming out more than, more often, it makes it that much harder to win football games. I'd be very nervous in what is a very competitive NFC West with the Rams playing well, uh, the Seattle, the 49ers even are, you know, a slouch team even without Jimmy Garoppolo and the Arizona Cardinals now playing well with that big win over Buffalo. It's a tough NFC West. It's a tough NFC. You can't afford Russell Wilson to kind of turn this two-game skid into multiple games moving forward. When you talk about the NFC West, uh, the Rams, I think, are a team that's really on the come. What is the Rams' weakness right now? Is it just simply quarterback play, and it's been up and down at times with Jared Goff? Yeah, I think so. I think – you, you saw what Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins di- defense did to Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams. He had three turnover-worthy plays in the game, could not push the ball downfield. I think Sean McVay is the puppet master there in Los Angeles, and he does not ask Jared Goff, similar to what Kyle Shanahan does with Jimmy Garoppolo or Nick Mullins in some, in some cases, do not ask the quarterback to do a lot of things, which means you're not pushing the ball downfield until you're creating open throws, and all, oftentimes you're, you're, you're a very low average depth of target. And good defenses – can defend that really well. We saw that with Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins. And when your quarterback is your Achilles heel, it's hard to see them as a legitimate contender. Their defense is good. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, those guys are two of the stars of the NFL. And offensively, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Josh Reynolds, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higbee, they have so many weapons on offense, a good offensive line when fully healthy, that it's hard to lose football games. But Jared Goff is the clear Achilles heel for the Los Angeles Rams. And like I said, when your quarterback is what is holding you back, it's that much harder to see them as a legitimate contender. Talking with Austin Gale, Associate Director of Content for Pro Football Focus, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Uh, what do you think of the Cardinals? I think the Cardinals are a very good team. I really like Kyler Murray and what he's been able to do. Pairing him up with DeAndre Hopkins has been fantastic. But are they a team that's ready to ascend? I think so. I mean, Kyler Murray pushed the floor of this team a lot higher. And everyone is against taking, you know, for the MVP conversation, Kyler Murray is just now entering it. I think when you think about most valuable player, this Arizona Cardinals team might not have won a football game if it weren't for Kyler Murray. He is largely propping up this team. And Cliff Kingsbury, as you know, touted as he is, I don't think he's what's making this offense go. It's very much Kyler Murray, his rushing ability, his arm talent, all those things that's really making this offense go and allowing him to win football games. Because defensively, so they've had some up and down. Um, they don't have a pass rush. The secondary runs a ton of single coverage, man coverage looks, and can sometimes get burnt with Drake or Patrick. Even Patrick Peterson against Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley in that game did not look good. I think Kyler Murray is far and away the best player on this football team, and he's the only reason they're even competitive this year. I think that's an MVP conversation to be had for Kyler Murray. So I want to go back to the MVP conversation. Uh, where do you find Aaron Rodgers in this mix? He's had uh, the one really bad game, and that was against Tampa Bay. Beyond that, he's played pretty well. Last week he did get picked, but for the most part, he's had a resurgence of a season. Yeah, I think he's right behind Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes should be the favorite. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and then maybe you know Tom Brady is obviously going to be in the mix anytime he's playing football. But I think Aaron Rodgers, I'd put comfortably number two behind Patrick Mahomes right now. I think what matters is obviously the touchdown-interception ratio. It's a simple stat: passing yards, touchdowns, interceptions, and wins. If you rack up all three, of, all four of those things, you're going to be on your way to an MVP crown. I think it comes down to will Patrick Mahomes take a step back in that area, throw more interceptions, maybe take a few more losses. That is the thing that's keeping Aaron Rodgers from being the MVP. 
Um, wanted to ask you about Devontae Adams as well. Devontae had said uh, two weeks ago that he considered himself to be the best wide receiver in the league and then obviously did not have a good game this past weekend against the Jaguars, and he's looking to rebound against a, a good Indianapolis, a fast Indianapolis defense. But where would you put Devontae Adams when it comes to wide receivers comes- in the NFL? I think he's the best receiver in the NFL right now. PFF has him as the highest-graded receiver through 10 weeks. I think there's arguments to be made for Tyreek Hill, what he can do to your defense. Julio Jones has been a consistent threat in this league forever. But I think Devontae Adams, the torch is being passed to Devontae Adams. I think he is the best receiver in the NFL. If I was starting a franchise today, I think I would take Devontae Adams in a narrow race between him and Tyreek Hill. Uh, and then last but not least, I wanted to ask you about the Steelers, one of the teams that uh, does not get talked about a lot, and they are the only teams that doesn't have a, a blemish, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Where are they right now? Because they, they don't get talked about a whole lot. They just kind of quietly go about their business. And I, I love Mike Tomlin and what he's brought to the table as a head coach. Yeah, I think so. One of my stats that I really like with the Pittsburgh Steelers is that according to PFF, they get pressure on the quarterback defensively at a higher rate than anyone in the NFL. First in the league. I think it's close to 47%, which is absolutely absurd. Blitzburg, as they call them, gets pressure on the QB. Offensively, Ben Roethlisberger has been under pressure at the lowest rate in the NFL. He gets the ball out quickly. They run a ton of screens in Pittsburgh. He's very smart to get the ball out on his first reads when they're open. The offense is built around him getting the football out. It's not built on back in the Killer Bees era with Mike Wallace and Antonio Brown pushing the ball downfield. It is built on getting the ball out quick and watching Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster make plays with the ball in their hands, and it's working. Offensively, that can be difficult. I think there are times where you see Ben Roethlisberger struggling to push the ball downfield with significant success and accuracy, but he doesn't need to be great down the football field if those playmakers are going to continue to make plays. Like Chase Claypool is one of the best rookie receivers in the NFL. Deontay Johnson's making a second-year leap. They have enough talent to build this offense around the quick passing game and win. And defensively, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better defense in the NFL than the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're playing lights out up front, stopping the run, and on the back end, while they don't have a ton of talent in the secondary, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, et cetera, are taking advantage of such a high percentage of pressure dropbacks by the opposition. Great stuff, Austin. I appreciate it as always. We'll get you back on as the season winds down. Thanks for joining us for a couple minutes, man. I appreciate it, okay? Of course, thank you. Appreciate it. Austin Gale, Associate Director of Content for Pro Football Focus, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider right now hiring 85-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 800-44-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.